everyone, my name is Haley and I'm going to be talking to you in this little podcast series that I'm creating about the opportunity that I had to go down to the Texas-Mexico border. So a little information about me is that I am a legal studies major here at Webster University and every year our legal studies department goes down to the Texas-Mexico border to help and work very closely with this company called Arise. And Arise had talked to us about how the immigration system works and some of the things that immigrants might have trouble with during their process to become a citizen here in the United States. One of the problems that I remember that some of the immigrants might face is that when they go to their hearing, sometimes something bad might show up on their record and that could be like if they ever got sent back to a checkpoint here in the United States, that would be something that would show up on the record. Even if they didn't think that it would show up, it still does. We would also give advice, some advice if they had any questions about anything that had to do with the legal system or any of the documents that they would have to fill out. I remember I spent a lot of time with one of my professors and going over how to find certain things on like the websites that they might need and they were really appreciative of us for helping them find and answer all their questions that they had. Another thing that I got to do was go down to the respite center and help them with preparing sandwiches to give out to the families that were staying there and I also spent with lot of time playing with the kids in the room so that way the parents could either sleep or handle any paperwork that they had to have so that way they could leave and go on their own. I also had a dance party with all the kids down there which was really fun. They loved dancing and listening to the music that I had and then I also would color or I played volleyball with them And the whole time I was there, this one little girl stayed by my side the whole entire time. And she was so cute and so sweet. Even though we had a language barrier, I could still understand if she wanted to like color instead or she really loved to braid my hair. So I let her do that. In my next episode of this mini podcast series, I will have an interview with someone who also went down to the Texas-Mexico border, and we will be talking about their experience and what they took away from this trip. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you tune into my next episode. Thank you for tuning in today. Here I have Lucy with me, if you'd like to give a little introduction about yourself. Oh, thanks for having me on, Haley. Uh, My name is Lucy Banyan. I am a sophomore international human rights major at Webster. Um, I'm also working towards my paralegal certificate uh, because I want to work in law. So uh, yeah, you'll get, get to hear more about the experience and how that really ties into what I'm passionate about. So I'm super excited to talk about this today. And I'm so excited to have you here. So a little information about us is that Lucy and I both went down to the Texas-Mexico border and in my first episode I already discussed some of the things that we did during our trip and why I created my mini podcast series about this topic. 
But I thought it would be great if we had another opinion from someone else who went on this trip and what their experiences was like and what they took away from it. So, what made you interested actually to go on this trip? Yeah, so I first heard about this trip in my introduction to law class with Anne Rathart on my first semester, and I was immediately interested. I have a passion for international human rights and the, op the opportunity uh, to get to see one of the major human rights issues that I see, which is immigration law, especially in Texas and down at the U.S. border. Um, the opportunity to get to experience that, to learn more about it, um, was really exciting for me and in addition to that I love to travel and I just really loved the whole idea of the opportunity and so I immediately reached out to Anne and got on her like list of people to talk to about it and uh, in the months after that you know we started talking about it more and the more I heard about what the trip would entail the more excited I was. I remember that and we would also have our meetings together and I was like we would have our meetings I knew together. who you were but then I was like I don't really yeah. know. <laughs> so like our first week together, I was like, this is a little awkward. <laughs> but that's okay. What was something that you were most excited about before you went on to this trip to Texas? Definitely meeting the people. Because Anna talked about how great all of these people were that worked down there. Uh, she talked specifically of this nun that ran the charity organization and how... Um, it was mostly women that were doing a lot of the work that we were going down to work with and she just raved about how great these people were and so I was super excited to meet everyone and to, you know make those connections that she talked so highly about. Aww. I like that. Were you a little nervous to go down to the border? So I was nervous um, and my parents were nervous for me mostly because they thought I was going to be um, basically at a folding table at the border um, like helping people process documents mm. so um, my mother was not super excited about that but then once I told her what it was uh, she was less nervous for me. I was never really nervous about that. Honestly, what I was nervous about was getting up at 2 a.m. to make my flight. Um, and also, <laughs> I wasn't super close with the other people um, before going down to the trip, so that was a little bit nerve-wracking for me that I was going to be spending a week with people that I barely knew in an environment where, you know, we were going to have to be together a lot and, like, work together. Um, but, I mean, obviously that ended up going great, and I made some really great friendships down there, so... That's nice. My mom was also nervous for me to go because right before we went, there was a kidnapping by the cartel and everything. Yeah. What was your favorite part about this trip? It actually ended up uh, not being like when we were, you know, working on stuff together and like actually doing work. It was more so the car rides, the dinners, and the just kind of talking with people and getting to know um, the professors and the other students on the trip and getting to hear their own life stories and talking with them and realizing that like, you have these connections with people that you would have never realized you have connections with and hearing about their lives and how different their lives were. Um, I remember in particular mm -hmm. Ruben that came down. He's a Spanish professor. I love, I love talking to him. <laughs> um, and just a lot of great people to get to know. So it was for me, it was the... The in-between times where you were making those real connections uh, that stood out to me the most. Mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite parts was flying with Anne. I think that's when we really got close to her, especially since we were all <laughs> the 
sitting in the airport for like six hours with her. Yes. Yeah. We thought she hated us by the end of this trip. She definitely was a little done with us by the end of the trip, but that's okay. That's okay. We love Anne. How would you say that this trip was impactful on you? I would say this trip was impactful to me um, because it made me very much see a different way of living. Uh, even just by working in the house that Arise worked in, uh, you know, it wasn't as up to date and as nice as a lot of the places that I've lived in my life. And just kind of seeing how they lived and and hearing about like the stories that they had gone through and a lot of the women working, you know, they had had. Um, really personal experiences, whether where they had struggles with coming to the country or someone that they knew had these really, um, these like hard things that they had to go through to get as far as they were. I know there was one lady in particular, uh, she was a DECA, DACA? Is it DECA or DACA? I think it's DECA. The DECA, um, she was a DECA citizen, uh, meaning that she can stay in the U.S., um, but at any time, since that was an executive order rather than a law, her citizenship could be taken away, and there was no clear way for her to have a path to citizenship, Um, but still knowing all of these things that these people had faced, but then they can go immediately from talking to that to talking about what they're doing to help these people today and what they're doing to help these people, and seeing how different of a lifestyle they lived, yet how much they still cared about people and how much they were still... Um, working and trying to bring good back into the world. That is very impactful. I feel like hearing their stories all the time, especially the none that came over, really was sad mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And how are you able to take all this information that you learned and apply it to your everyday life or even your plans for the future? I think I definitely was able to incorporate this into my everyday life because it gave me a greater appreciation um, for what I had. Um, I remember immediately after this trip, I had a lot of like internal struggles um, because I know that I wanted to work in law, but I realized that there is very much a divide between, um, you know, working towards permanent policy um, or temporary relief um, for people. You know, what is more important, making your way through the government and trying to fix the laws or is it more important to just help the people that are in need now? Um, And I kind of had this, like, I thought it was very much an either or thing for a long time after this trip, which left me not sure what I wanted to do. Um, But with talking with people about this, I realized it didn't have to be an either or thing and it could be a both thing that, you know, I could still help people personally, but also use my own um, my own privileges to pay that back, you know, use the education that I have access to Um, to be able to um, hopefully go and get a law degree because with that law degree I can do so much more to help people than I would without it and would be able to potentially go back down to the border work with the same people and they're always in need of um, lawyers and legal help which is why we went down there in the first place Um, but just kind of reconciling with myself that it wasn't it was okay for me to use my privilege and use the resources available to me to help others and that that didn't make me i don't want to say a bad person but make me a very um, like disconnected person from what was really Mm -hmm. happening it's learning that education is important um but also helping people is important Mm -hmm. i love that for you thanks and i heard 
that you're thinking about going again in the spring. Yes, I really do want to go in the spring. Oh, I really do. Because if you go back, and I go back, and Anne goes back, oh my god. Dream team. Dream team. Yes. Perfect. I'd love to go back. Me too. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to interview you and take time of your day to do this. Also, thank you to all of my listeners for tuning in today. And in my next episode, I will be talking about how impactful this trip was to me. And hopefully it's impactful to you guys as well. Until next time. Bye, Haley's Podcast. back to my final episode about my experience at the border. Going down to the Texas-Mexico border was definitely a little scary for me at first because of all the events with the cartel that took place probably I think the week before I went down was a little frightening to me. But by the end of my trip, I was left with a whole different view on everything down there. Being a legal studies major, I knew that I've always wanted to help people, but I really never knew what kind of law I wanted to go into because there's so many different types. But during my week down in Texas, I spent a lot of time in the Colonials with all the locals and learning about their stories and how the whole immigration process works. I even spent a little time with some of the people that just came into the United States to get help and start a new journey for themselves. Every day, I learned more and more things about how the Hispanics are treated down there, especially during their citizenship process, as well as some of the stories they told were a little scary, only because they involved the cartels and how some of the children that came here into the United States were seeking asylum because they were afraid of their own country. I also learned how many of the Hispanics down there Well, mostly work in jobs that some Americans most likely would never think about doing. Majority of them work in the fields and they harvest all the crops we get at our local grocery store. I'm very thankful to all the Hispanics that work in those fields because I personally don't think I would ever really consider working there. With this trip being an eye-opener to me, I realized that being down in the Colonials really felt like home to me. Especially since I'm half Mexican, I felt like I really belonged there. And that is what made it an eye-opening experience for me because I've never been anywhere close to my culture. So being down there really made me feel happy. But I also realized while I was down there that I really wanted to go into immigration law once I'm done with school. So that way I can be a resource to those that need help and would want a better future for them as well as their kids. I hope that this podcast was eye-opening to all of my listeners and I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in and hopefully it gave you a little bit more knowledge about some things that happened down by the border. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.